Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first ever chocolate milk and sugar cookie show hosted by Brady Drawball and myself, Blake Beal. probably asking, how did this show become a thing? And we're here to sit and tell you. Brady and I played college baseball at Mount St. Mary's. For those of you who don't know us or don't know where we go to school, or if you're just curious, there's your answer. But today was our first team practice of our senior year. And I was walking out to the bullpen. I'm a pitcher. Brady's an outfielder. And I was walking out to the bullpen and passed Brady. I said, hey, Brady. I said, you free tonight? I said, if you are, Definitely going to come over for, for a chocolate milk and a sugar cookie, if that's okay with you. And Brady was like, you know, what is this? Is this like Secret Santa? Is this Cookies with Santa? Like, what's what's going on? What's the deal with, you know, with that action, so to speak? I was like, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I'm just bored. I think we could, I don't know. Might as well make it a podcast. Like, I was like, you're, you kind of hit it on the head there with Cookies with Santa or Secret Santa or whenever, I don't know, did your elementary school ever have like this thing where you do cookies with your parents or donuts with yeah, dad yeah. or something like always, that so, always you know just sit down chat a little bit see you know t- tell some stories talk yeah, about some stuff yeah. and I, I was like you know let's, let's let's start a podcast let's try to at least you know you might as well you know you know nesquik are we're, we're unofficially officially sponsored by nesquik um one of the best chocolate milks ever ever created um so we're, we're not actually sponsored but you know with these nil deals as college athletes you know we're gonna we gonna, aspire to be. We're gonna we're gonna try our best to get sponsored by them for sure. Yeah, yeah, um, absolutely. And then as for the sugar cookie part, you know that's just. I mean, sugar cookies are just a staple. I mean, it's just a staple of dessert. I mean, it's always know, a nice thing to have. Just laying around. Who, you who doesn't just, like? Cookies? Can I offer you a cookie? Or just something nice cookies. to have. Yeah. And who doesn't like cookies? You know, nice some nice sugar, some nice you know maybe some sprinkles on the top. You know, oh, help, that's yourself. A, that's a some, help yourself. Help yourself. Beat sugar cookies, and then if you pair it with, when you pair it with chocolate milk. I mean, <sighs> Nothing right. better. I think, and I think that the, the, the nice thing about it is it's, it's a relaxing combination, especially at the end of the night. Oof. I've never had a bad experience with a sugar cookie or chocolate milk. No, so never. I can't imagine me having a bad experience never. with putting them together now. Never. And I think it's, I'm very calm. I'm relaxed. Yeah. I'm in a happy place I'm, mentally. I'm, I'm getting recovery right now. You're getting recovery from, from a long day. Eight grams of protein. 140 you know, cows. Eight, 16 grams. Some good calories, you know, great recovery. Not bad for bed. for what eight eight fluid ounces per bottle, about two hundred thirty six millis milliliters of chocolate milk. It's not bad at all. But not bad um, at all. real quick, Brady, tangent tangent here. What are your thoughts on YooHoo? I just I can't get. I've never been able to get behind YooHoo. Understandable. Never, I mean, it's it, technically it's not it's not a chocolate milk. It says chocolate drink on the glass bottle. The only acceptable way to to drink a YooHoo, by the way, is in, a, in the glass bottle. You don't buy the little carton they yes. sell at the market. Yes, I will but say it. the carton with the straw. Yeah, what is it? It's, it's not a Capri Sun. It's, it's not it. juice, but it's it's supposed to be a a chocolate milk imposer, I guess, yeah. or or something like. It's I don't a, I don't it, really know how to explain it. Yeah, they are. They they're are competitors. I would say right now in a college, we're learning about intraspecific. Competition and inter-specific yeah. competition. 
interspecifics among the same species. So I wouldn't consider it the same as chocolate milk, yeah. not in the same family. But definitely could see some interspecific competition between chocolate drink and chocolate milk. That's it's, really a yeah. good comparison. Um, something I finally learned in school with all this tuition money I'm paying. I can actually find, you know, something use it for something, something. good. But um, I know, Brady, tell, tell them about the show. What are we going to discuss here? What do we want to get at? What um, do we, just yeah, tell so them a little you bit. know, as college athletes, you know, we love sports. So most of this show is going to be kind of um, – Talking about sports, talk. Let's 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 talk about this week in college football, this week in the NFL, and maybe recap a little bit on, yeah, on this past weekend. Yeah. So um, a lot of a lot of interesting. Let's start with college football. Um, a lot of interesting games, um, for sure. In the top top twenty five games, you know, obviously first couple weeks are you know the top teams kind of play. One could one could say it's a sugar cookie esque schedule one could at say this point it's, in the year. It's a it's a sugar cookie schedule. Um, but there were some there were some not bad games. I mean, Georgia absolutely steamrolled South Carolina. And and from what I hear from our South Carolina native Ryan Florio, yep, he said a lot of people back home were saying South Carolina it was supposed to be an upset to be game, a big upset. Um, and it couldn't I, have been farther it from it. Couldn't no. Spencer Rattler he has absolutely gotten blown out. It's, well, it's, it's, it's he's overrated. I've been on the Spencer Rattler's overrated train for. For I don't know how long. What three years since he's been in college or something? It was something along those lines. Like he's undersized. I'm not saying he's a bad athlete, but he's he's undersized for the football that he wants to play, and he's done nothing but prove that he really can hang. He faced a little bit of adversity at Oklahoma. What was it last year? Yeah. And shit the bed, and then got scared and left. Put his tail between his legs and ran. I don't yep. know what kind of man that is. I don't know why you want that man commanding your offense. It, but and clearly you're seeing the results of it. Owen two in SEC play, and I'm not saying listen. I, I get that. It's okay to start 0-2 in conference play. The SEC's no, no. Nope. I'd say, as three-year letterman says, the only things that matter in this world are SEC championships. That's all that matters. And it's, it's, one of the, it's probably the tough ah, – I think the Big Ten rivals how tough the SEC is. It's a different type of football, mm-hmm. but I think it's the, the toughness of it's very competitive. For sure. But what's he doing in South Carolina trying to take them to an SEC championship? Uh, he couldn't do it in the Big 12. He's definitely not going to do it in the SEC. Yeah, I mean, he was at Oklahoma last year, got his spot taken by Caleb Williams, DMV native Caleb Williams. Um, supposed to go to Maryland, decided to go to Oklahoma. Now he's at USC. Good for him. Getting paid. Um, but, you know, Georgia absolutely blew them out. But, I mean, Alabama, I mean. No surprise there. No surprise there. Nick Saban's going to do um, what Nick Saban's going to do. Ohio State. Um, got put some points on the board this week, seventy-seven to twenty-one. Ooh, almost hit a hundred points in that game. Almost what was that? 90, points. 98, ninety-eight points. points. Wow, seventy-seven to twenty-one. A field goal away. Toledo Rockets, um, Michigan cupcake schedule. Um, played UConn. Um, they played uh, I the Rainbow they, Warriors. I played yeah, and Duquesne. They, no, no, was, the Duquesne uh, played Hawaii. I'm sorry. I believe they played. I know they played UConn in Hawaii. I believe their first game, Colorado State. Ah. 51-7. So yes. they scored over yes, 50 in games. all three of their games. They've given up 17 points in three games. Against two. A ghost defense against, pretty much. Against, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I don't know. They're obviously good. J.J. McCarthy's really good. Um, but I just – Blake Corm as well. Blake Corm, um, Falkir native um, out of Virginia, close close to, you know, a uh, friend of ours, Brett Midkiff. Um, Clemson. I don't know what to think of Clemson. I, I really don't. I really don't know what to think of Clemson. You, you, you certainly can't get a read on them just 
right about now. I, I, yeah, I, I just, I'm just not. It's it. The fact that they're they're ranked five right now after the third week, it's it's not making me upset. It's not making me curious as to the decision of why they're. There. You know, clearly they're an established program, but I don't. I'd say certainly something to watch for over the next couple of weeks to see if they really deserve to be in that top five, top ten spot. Mm-hmm. But you know, you can't say anything bad about them right now. I don't think you can. You know get on top of a hill and st- take a stand on why they should be top five right now. Just something to keep an eye on for yeah. the next couple of weeks. Obviously, I mean, they play in the ACC. I, they, I don't think, I mean, I don't know who's going to be their toughest matchup. They should go right to that schedule. Um, not They shouldn't have any problems. Oklahoma absolutely um, blew out Nebraska this week. Nebraska, they are so bad. Um, I thought firing Scott Frost would help them out. Obviously, it didn't. Uh, they lost 49-14 at Oklahoma at home. Which was supposed to be, um, it was supposed to be a close game. I was hearing a lot of people saying Nebraska might, you know, come out this week with a little, you know, fire, fired because they fired Scott Frost, but obviously not. Um, they got blown out. And then an interesting team this year to look out for is USC. What do you? What are your? What are your thoughts on USC so far this year? I really like the Trojans. I mean, basically when. Um, Lincoln Riley got the job, and, you know, they gave his family, what, pretty much access to the jet 24-7. Yep. They bought his old houses for more than market price. I mean, he's not going to go in there and do a half-assed job. No, he's, he's, he's doing a great job. He's going to do a great job, and I think he's proved that so far. Done a great job. I, Brady, I would – they could be my sleeper pick to be in that final four for the college football playoff. I like playoff. that as well. And, you know, Williams. you don't think much of them. I mean, I mean, you think everybody thinks college Pac-12, football playoff. Okay, uh, here we go. Georgia, Alabama, Ohio State, Notre and then, Dame, and then Notre Dame, Clemson, yeah. um, you know, schools like that. Maybe in Oklahoma slides in there. Yeah. Nobody's thinking about USC doing that right now. And it, it's week three, but I, right now they're my heavy favorite. Could stay that way for the rest of the season. Yeah, I agree. Um, going down, I mean, none of these eight through eight through ten kind of – Kind of nothing special. Washington with the big upset over Michigan State. Um, they, they came out and they won by 11, 39-28. Um, BYU um, coming off a big win over Baylor, I believe, the week before. Going into Eugene, Oregon, um, getting blown out. Um, they yeah. just, Bo Nix, absolutely. He, he finally proved proved who Bo Nix is. Um, Texas A&M with a bounce back win over Miami. Um, that was a big Big time game after losing to App State last week. Um, Utah getting the win. Tennessee obviously getting the win. All these teams, you know, in 15 through 20 got the win. Uh, Ole Miss blew out Georgia Tech. Good to see that. Um, Texas won. Penn State with a blowout over Auburn. And Pitt with a blowout over Western Michigan. I got to say, the, the Penn State game, I, I really thought that would be a lot closer. I did as I thought well. I thought Auburn would do a lot better job of making that somewhat of a competitive ball yeah, game. Auburn's bad. They're real bad. They... Ooh. They look terrible. I I, I, I haven't seen Auburn been be bad in the, like probably since like I don't even know. I don't even know if I've ever seen Auburn that bad. Pre Cam Newton, not that I can think of. Not since we were young, young kids. I mean, when I was, I mean, growing up, it was Cam Newton. It was the Cam Newton days. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't know. I like you said. I, I can never think. Auburn, I can always. I can remember Auburn being middle of the pack sometimes. Me, not necessarily mediocre. A little bit better, but they just looked bad this week. Just I mean, yeah, you said they, they looked, looked bad, bad, and they they, bad. they really did look bad. Yeah. So, um, looking ahead to this week, uh, we have a couple Thursday night games um, that we like to 
get into. Obviously, the big one being West Virginia, Virginia Tech. Um, that's a big-time rivalry game. Uh, I have a bunch of friends that go to Virginia Tech, a couple friends that go to West Virginia. Um, it's a Thursday night kick. Interesting interesting time um, for that game, but I'm hearing it's going to be a packed house. A lot of people are going to that game. I think these two teams are terrible. <laughs> I, 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 I Like, to be completely honest, these – are two of the worst teams that I've Virginia Tech being a Virginia uh, Virginia like resident Virginia native having tons of friends that go there they're really bad um they're 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 bad that's there's no other word for it they're bad yeah uh it, you know I played football with a kid in high school Danny King plays plays football at West Virginia and you know we talked to him a lot um you know me and my buddies from home and yes. Neil Brown has a program in shambles Yep. I've said that for since what last last year is when I really thought like they were going to start to struggle. Twenty nineteen was a takeover year, his first year on the job. You're getting a little bit of a um, a little shakiness from the transition between coaching staffs. But twenty, you know what? Twenty twenty, twenty twenty one years that I was just underwhelmed with, and now I'm officially underwhelmed. And I will not be overwhelmed or excited to watch West Virginia. I hate what I'm a Maryland fan. I hate West Virginia. I grew up hating them when the Maryland West Virginia rivalry was a thing. But I don't think West Virginia is going to be any good until they get a new coaching staff in there. Neil Brown needs to go. He needs to leave Morgantown. And there's a lot of diehard West Virginia fans from my area that say the same thing. In my opinion, I like West Virginia. I think West Virginia wins. Coming over, coming off a bad loss against Kansas. Uh, last week, uh, getting it back together, a big win over Towson, um, which, you know, that's... that's Luke Hamilton, fullback for Towson, former Fort Hill Sentinel. And uh, he's making a name for himself down there at Towson. He's, he's been on some uh, fullback. He's a fullback there. Been on some watch list. Uh, yeah. We're watch list for the year. So that's just awesome. another quick little shout-out to a Sentinel alum. I believe the Towson quarterback is former Maryland quarterback Terrell Pigram as well. Yeah, I don't know. He's still in college. I don't know how. Somehow. He was a... Freshman in college at Maryland when I was a freshman in high school. He's I'm a senior in college and he's a senior in college. He's been in the college for about eight years. So you all do the math. Um, he's been to Maryland. I believe he went to Western Kentucky and now he's at Towson. Don't know how he's still playing. He's really bad, um, but good to see him still playing. I guess I don't know. I like West Virginia. I like West Virginia as well. Virginia Tech's playing some sloppy offensive ball where they're not scoring a lot. And I think West Virginia's offense, with the amount of points, I mean, they've scored 31, 42, and 65. I think as West Virginia's offense can stay moving the way it is, it's going to put a lot of, a lot of pressure on Virginia Tech to try to keep up with them. Um, so I like West Virginia as well. And it's going to be a hostile environment. It's, going to be it's always tough to play. It's always Enter tough Sandman, to play the, at Virginia of, Tech. Yeah. You know, you love seeing Enter Sandman, one of the best entrances to college football. Um, in the country for sure. Um, then other two games on Thursday night in college, uh, we got Coastal Carolina uh, at Georgia State, and we have Chattanooga at Illinois, um, two kind of uh, gross games. Um, so I would assume most people will be tuned into the West Virginia game um, when they play Virginia Tech on Thursday night. Um, but now uh, let's take a look at, I believe the Browns play the Steelers this Thursday night. So let's take a look um, at that game, that matchup. Um, kind of, let's just dive into the NFL. Um, this last week, interesting week around the league for sure. 
Um, obviously, having last Thursday night, the Chiefs beat the Chargers uh, 27-24. But let's just jump into let this uh, Sunday's slate and um, kind of just recap what, what, what happened. Um, starting off with, obviously, how about – how about Joe Flacco in the Jets? I've said it once. I'll say it again. Joe Flacco belongs in the elite category of quarterbacks. I've been fought on this for far too long now, and he's only just proved it once again to everybody why he is elite. He's what? Top 10 in passing yards now he's through top what? Three. Top, top three. Top three? Okay. He's Even top better. Three. And what? Three weeks? Of the, two weeks? Two weeks of the NFL? Yeah. Three. three uh, two, th- weeks, two, two weeks. weeks. Two weeks? Yeah, two yeah. Weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. And... I don't know. The guy seems like he's older than dirt now. I remember when I was I mean, a kid growing up watching him play for the Ravens. When I was, I'm talking when I was 10, 11, 12. Yeah, that's yeah. 10 years ago yeah. now when he won the Super Bowl in 2012. And I thought, wow. I was like, I'm happy he won one. He's probably going to end up retiring here in the next four or five years. And lo and behold, he's, he's leading the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets to victory. Just an unbelievable – I don't even know – let me look up how old he is real quick. Brady, go ahead and, and I keep, wanna, keep I speaking. I want to say there. he's 36. No, he can't be that old. 35? 36? 37. 37. Wow. He's encroaching on Brett Favre territory. He is for sure. I mean, he's close to – I mean, he's not Tom Brady, but he's getting up there. He's holding his own. He's holding yeah, his own. I mean, down – I believe they were down 13. Um, They were down 30 to 17 with a minute 40 left. Scored a touchdown about thirty seconds um, after the Jets or sco- uh, the Browns scored, and then they ki- obviously had to kick the onside kick. Recovered it, uh, went down and scored again, and won the game. Um, today, coming out, uh, Nick Chubb. Um, I read. I just read this um, article. Read, he had an interview and said that he's taking the blame for them losing that game because he scored that late touchdown with a minute thirty left when he could have just fell down. The Jets were out of timeouts. The game would have been over. The Browns would have won by seven, but instead the Jets got the ball back down 13 with a minute 30 left and won the game. Insane. I don't know if I can blame that on Chubb, though. When you go up 13 with a minute 30 left, you should win the game. It's on your defense at that point. Your defense should be able to hold it down. And even then. And even then, if they can't, you got to recover the onside kick. You got to get the onside kick and then take a couple of knees. I believe Amari Cooper was on the hands team. Um, first year Brown, Amari Cooper traded um, from the Cowboys. From the Cowboys. Um, unfortunately, he was on the hands team. Ball went right to him, and he uh, muffed it. He actually like ran away from it. I don't know what he was doing there. Um, <sighs> Lions beat the Commanders in a boring game. Jared Goff is he back? Maybe not. We don't know. I, I try to pay attention. To, I, Lions, I, Lions, 36 this week, 35 last week. Their offense looks good. I'm Ross St. Brown. Might be the new Cooper Cup. Nine catches, 116, and two touchdowns. Um, obviously, I mean, Carson Wentz threw for 335 yards and three touchdowns. Um, Commander's defense looked terrible. Um, but the Lions, maybe they're back. Maybe they're, it, it, It's interesting. They to, could be. It's interesting to see the Lions win. They're not it's playing regular Detroit Lions for hard right now. Could be. It could be. Dan Campbell. He sent out the... Great guy. He is a, he is a very gritty guy. Who did he send out to take questions? The, uh, the, there's a lineman that started for him. It was yes. his first start after uh, six Skipper. years. At, Skipper, yeah, Skipper, something like that. 
after being cut on hard knocks, I think a couple years ago. I believe, or something it, like that. I believe, I believe it, he's been in the league for six years. Got his first start. Got his first start, yeah. Instrumental role and, and, yeah. a, and a Lions victory. And sent out to talk to the press. And good for him. He earned it. Good for him, yeah. He earned it. Um, other scores of Bucks beat the Saints. Kind of a boring game. Big defensive game. Bucks defense showed up. I wouldn't say boring. Oh, it was a little bit of an altercation. Was a, yeah, it's always Marshawn Lattimore and Mike Evans. And I don't know. There was a clip that surfaced, and it's uh, slow mo of Mike Evans talking. He said, "That's Tom Brady. What do you want me to do?" Protecting and his QB. Shout out to shout out to Mr. Evans for doing. And you Tom Brady came out and said him. it was absolutely absurd that he got suspended. Tom That's Brady's absurd. not happy at the NFL. I don't, I don't understand that. Terrible job by the NFL. Roger Goodell is heinous. Uh, I don't understand. While we're on the topic of commissioners, happened. Rob Manfred can go as well. Yes. And what do you think about Adam go. Silver? <sighs> Goofball. He's got to go too. Goofball. I don't know. I what... can't look at him. He makes. I, I just looking at him makes me mad. Um, I, th- I he... think all the. I don't even know who the NHL commissioner is. Uh, he's doing a good job because we don't know his name. If we know your name. Yeah. But that Silver, Manfred, Goodell. I mean, just. They make too much money. That's their problem. They do. They do. Um, moving on, Giants. They're two and zero, being the Panthers. Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Yeah. Who would have thought? Daniel Jones, twenty two of thirty four, one seventy six and a touchdown. Don't know if that's good or not. Um, Panthers are terrible. Baker Mayfield is an absolute <laughs> disaster. How is he still around? He needs, he's a backup. He I, he's a practice squad quarterback at this point. Um, Patriots beating the Steelers, seventeen fourteen. That was a defensive game. Nothing really going on there. Uh, Mac Jones threw for 252 and a touchdown. Damian Harris also had 71 yards and a touchdown. Um, how about the Jags? The Colts can't play in Jacksonville. <laughs> They're allergic. They're allergic to the Florida heat. They're, I mean, that's to the Jacksonville game. heat. Last year, the Colts had a chance to clinch for the playoffs. Went to Jacksonville. Lost. Um, came back in week two of the NFL. Um, and lost 24 nothing. got shut out. Matt Ryan looks terrible. Trevor Lawrence, not bad. Clemson guy. Clemson, big Clemson guy. 235 and two touchdowns. James Robinson, um, 64 yards on the ground and a touchdown. And then how about this Dolphins-Ravens game? Oh, don't even get me started. Don't I know you're a Ravens out. fan. I don't want to be – I don't want to spend too much time on it, but are the Dolphins – I, I are, are they legit, the Dolphins? You know, we were talking with – with resident football mega mind Nick Fleming, I was talking, I was, t- I was speaking with him before Sunday's game, and, and he said, "Hey, don't sleep on Miami, don't Miami? sleep on them." And now I'm not saying I slept on them, but I did expect the Ravens to kind of run away with this game. I mean, it, would, it was twenty eight seven at some point. Twenty eight seven going into the fourth quarter. Yeah, um, two or through five touch six touchdowns, the five touchdowns in the fourth quarter. You know, and ha- and hats off to the Dolphins. I saw that I saw uh, some some extra. Uh, Wild stats that said the Ravens only committed a, a few penalties for like maybe 15 yards, 20 yards tops. They didn't turn the ball over either. No turnovers and lost. A couple of big touchdown runs and you still lose. And lost. And you know, I mean, props to Miami. They just good had, game by Miami. they outplayed them by one more possession. And that's yeah. really all it came down to. It was, yeah. it was a good game. I, it was fantastic. Mike Isicki caught a touchdown and tried to gritty. That was embarrassing for <laughs> the white community. Um, Rams beating the Falcons, kind of a boring game as well. 49ers, Trey Lance went down in the first quarter. His season's over. Jimmy G came in. How about Jimmy G? I love the guy. I believe there was a video today I saw 
Trey Lance was getting carted off the field. They pan to Jimmy G, and he's laughing. He's <laughs> smiling in the huddle. He knows. he knows. He knows. And then I believe he – they were up 6 nothing after the first. I believe then he came in. They scored 21 more points when he came in. Had a good game. Beat the Seahawks by 20. And then Broncos. Broncos look terrible even though they won. Russell Wilson, I, I think he's a bozo. I don't know if I'm riding with Broncos country right now. I think Russell Wilson doesn't care anymore. All he cares about is his wife. Don't really like him. He's got his wife. He's got his money. He, he knows his care. he knows his his career is slowly he just starting shows to come up to on an Sundays end. and goes through the motions and can beat the sorry Texans by seven. He was fourteen <laughs> of thirty one for two nineteen no touchdown. That's embarrassing. Corlin Sutton had over half the yards, so good game for him. Um, Cardinals, wow, I believe that was a game twenty three nothing in the third quarter. Came back and won twenty nine twenty three. That was a great game. Car, I mean, Kyler, I was not impressed at all. Came out in the second half and dominated. How about that two-point conversion? Uh, you know, I was just thinking about that, Brady. And it, I mean, why? I believe, I think he ran for like 80-some yards on that play. Yeah, total yards all over the field. And I, how, <laughs> how do you not get the guy if he runs 20 yards he's backwards? A little, he's a little dude. That's his, that's, that's his that's his thing. And he kind of you could you could kind of start to see him sequester himself to the left side of the field. And you see and you still have nobody there to knock him out of bounds, you know, make him attempt to cut back another way. He had a free pass right to the end zone. Yeah, that that game was that Hunter Renfro fumbled twice uh, yeah, three yeah. plays in overtime. Uh Byron Murphy picked up a fumble and took to the took to the house for the win. And then Kyler Murray got punched in the face by a Raiders fan. Um, there was a video on Twitter. He got punched in the face celebrating the win. Wow. Um, I believe they're investigating. Packers wanted to beat the Bears. Aaron Rodgers still owns the Bears. Um, and then Monday night, last night, Bills absolutely blew out the, the Titans. Um, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs. Um, uh, unreal. Uh, and then the Eagles beat. Captain Kirk and the Vikings, 24-7. No points scored in the second half there. Wow. But Jalen Hurts. Eagles Eagles don't look bad this year, but how about the Bills? Are they are they are they gonna win it this year? After I, two weeks, I mean it's hard to they look good. I feel like they're playing they're they're playing against high school football teams. I agree. That's what the, that's what the Bills are making the I opposing agree. team look like. They better they this is the thing with the Bills. They play, they blow out all these teams in the regular season, but once the playoffs roll around, they can't win on the road. So they better hope they have home field advantage. Because I know if they go down to Kansas City, that's a tough game. Yeah, and, and just real quick, just just to touch back, uh, touch back on the Eagles game. Like you said, they're 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 playing some pretty good ball right now. Not bad. Their defense, Darius Slade, two interceptions. Kirk Cousins looked like he was. He just can't play on primetime games. I believe he's one of the worst quarterbacks in primetime. Um, Eagles defense looked good. Kirk I saw, Cousins looked terrible. I saw some some preseason stuff come out about the Eagles being some possible Super Bowl contenders, are, and, and I seen, thought, is this a joke? Am I am I like am I out of the loop yeah. on something? As a as a Cowboys fan, I I don't I don't think they're that good. I think they're better than what they've been, but I don't think they're. I just don't. I don't think they're as good as what people are saying. But who knows? I don't know. I'm not an NFL expert, but that's just my opinion. Um. Um, so, 
moving on. I'm going to go ahead and move on to the, the Hati Cool Throne now, I think. Yeah, so... Um, you, want explain, you want to explain this? Yeah, so with this Hot Seat Cool Throne, um, we're just going to, you know, discuss, you know, who's on the hot seat, just in any, I mean, any sport, any sporting, any sport, like any league, um, and who's who's on the Cool Throne, you know, who's got the, you know, kind of like a... The, my Cool Throne is Sean McDermott, obviously the Bills coach. Um, he's in, He's safe. He he'll be the head coach there for the next ten years probably. Like he's that. my he's my cool throne of the week. Okay. My cool throne, Lamar Jackson. Yes, paid man. He needs paid. He's paid always man. done after this week. He's done nothing but prove himself. Yesterday's price ain't going to be the same as today's. Ain't going to be the same as tomorrow's with him. It's only up. It's all, Sign the man. Week, it's only going up. Baltimore love him. The Ravens fan base loves him. There's yeah. no reason you don't you don't put a uh, you know a franchise tag on the guy. There's no reason. You should not. You should give no, that no man. reason not to give him what he wants. He should get everything. He should get Baltimore. He should get the keys to Baltimore. Give that man the keys to the city. He he should be able to go into any building at any time. Crazy sat saw this today. Everybody always likes to rag on Lamar. Oh, he can't get it done in prime time. Oh, he's not that good. Oh, he's not a top 10 quarterback. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Better record than Josh Allen as a starter in the NFL. And everybody loves Josh Allen. Yep. I so, Lamar is on my cool throne. Hot seat. I'm blanking on his name right now. But it was a tweet that aged like fine wine from a Cincinnati Bengals offensive lineman. I believe Lael Collins. Lael Collins. Former Dallas Cowboy. Tweeted something along the lines of, you know, you're safe now. I believe believe he said um, something about being the bodyguard. Being the bodyguard. And there's something along the lines of Joe Burrow basically not going to be touched all season. Well, that tweet surfaced again. Joe Burrow's been on the ground more times than I've seen him on his feet during offensive drives when he drops back to pass. Joe Burrow, he's getting... That's, that's, uh, remind me, say his name one more time, Brady. Leo Collins. Leo Collins. He's on my hot seat. That's going to blow up. I'm sure it already has. Oh, yeah. And he is, people are going to be out to get him after starting 0-2. Poor offensive performance from the Bengals because Joe Burrow doesn't have enough time to even take a glance through all of his routes. Something's got to change. Something's got to change. You wouldn't be surprised if I saw him go on the waiver wire sometime really soon. But that's my hot seat, Brady. Um, my hot seat is this is this is a um kind of a bold take here. My hot seat is Marcus Freeman, head coach of Notre Dame. Um, <sighs> wow, good one, good one. Owen three in his first three games as a Notre Dame head coach. One last week, barely <laughs> against Cal. Um, and in, I mean. I, I, I don't know. I don't know if, if he's the guy. Everyone was saying he's the guy. I don't think he's the guy. Notre Dame looks terrible. He's not the guy. Their offense is terrible. I know their quarterback got hurt, and he's out for the year, I believe. But I don't care. You should be able to beat Cal by 30 at home. You, you can't lose to Marshall at home. That's unacceptable. He, that's why he's on my hot seat this week. Don't think he's the guy. 
I agree with you. I agree with you through and through. I saw, I saw Marshall beat Notre Dame, and I thought, oh, my gosh. Did this guy not come and promise prosperity to all these Notre Dame fans for the upcoming year? The, new, the Freeman era, as he so likes to call it? Just, the, just a heinous, heinous start to the season. The, yeah, that bad. He could be the next Scott Frost. My, my, he was going to be my hot seat <coughs> if, if he lasted another week, but he didn't. I, I'm glad he didn't because he's an absolute joke um, of a coach. But, yeah, Marcus Freeman, he's on the hot seat for sure. Yeah. Um, so is our hot seat cool throne. Or who's back of the week? Or what's back of the week? Technically, it could be an object. It could be an object. You know, it's something or someone um, that we believe has came back into the mainstream um, and news. So that's that's what our who's back will be. Um, who Who's your who's back? Okay, so my who's back of the week... Lab coats. Lab coats. So it's a wild one. Thought about it today. Sitting in biochem, my biochem lab. And you wear a lab coat somewhere around a building, Brady. People are going to part, just kind of move out of your way. People see a lab coat and think, oh, that guy's important. I'm just a student here. I barely know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm struggling passing the class. I mean, I just had a biochem exam on uh, last, last Friday and... Did a lot better than what I thought I did on it, but still not anywhere close to being good. Got a C minus on it. I'll take it. I always struggle with the first exam in every class I take for some reason. But I was wearing a lab coat today. I stepped out of our lab to go to my professor's lab for some more advanced equipment. And classes let out. I had, I had uh, my, my safety glasses on. I was gloved up. Had a lab coat on. And people, people open doors for me, which never usually happens. Uh, people stopped on the stairs to let me go through. Uh, people, I, hey, what are you? How you doing? A, a lot more. Uh, no, so there's a, people are a lot more talkative towards me, and you could just kind of feel this. I felt like I was lifted up a little bit. I yeah. felt like I was on a, a little pedestal above all the other people in in, in the surrounding area. And, you know, Cam King. Matt Stan, they can tell you about it. They saw me. They saw me all geared up. They knew who I was, yeah. though. Oh, yeah. But they were, you know, they they shouted my name, and I thought, I mean, gee whiz, I thought I was on the cutting edge of some some medical. I don't know what. Re- new. Breaking new procedure or something like that. I, mean, I just, I felt, I felt a little bit more important today. <coughs> Excuse me. So who's back of the league for me? Got to be lab coats. Buy a lab coat on Amazon. Throw it on. Go somewhere. <laughs> enjoy. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to follow you up with the, on the clothing side of things, Ooh. my who's back, sweatpants. Wow. They're it's back. getting to be that kind, that They're type back. of year. You, you know, know, I woke up, you wake 50, up in the morning, go to class. degrees today when I woke up. 8 a.m. class, you wake up at 7.30, it's 55 degrees, sweatpants. It's too cold, it's, that's too cold for shorts. It is. Getting up for lift, 6.30 lift, <laughs> gotta throw on the sweatpants. Don't be the guy that wears shorts when it's 30 degrees out. Don't be out. that guy. When it's 40 degrees out. Don't be that guy. 50 degrees middle ground, I can see eye to eye. You know, I can, I can you're understand not it. You're not tough. But you're not tough. I mean, if you want to wear sweatpants, wear sweatpants. Not going to be not going to be frowned don't, upon. Don't be that guy. No one, no one likes to be that guy. No one, no one likes to be that guy. Yeah. That's a good who's back, Brady. Sweatpants are back. That's a good who's back. Sweatpants are back. But, um, so I guess that wraps up for the who's back of the week. Uh... 
I mean, we just got to just talk a little bit about our, our day-to-day life, I guess. Um, college yeah, life. First year. Anything, um, how's school been going for you so far? Uh, school's been fine. You know, just classes every day. Not, not too uh, stressful. You know, classes aren't too stressful. Um, you know, just started team practice today, obviously, um, obviously as we know. Um, nice three-hour practice. I believe it went a little longer than that, but good practice. Um, school's not too bad. Uh, grades are good. Can't ask for much more. How about how about you over there? It's been a it's been a good what five weeks so far? Four weeks? Five, five weeks? Or we're, we're a third of the third of the way there this semester. Um, so far so good. So far so good. Always right now. Like I said, I've already got an exam in under the belt. I got another exam this Friday. I think we have another exam, what, next Friday? Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of exams coming up. I, I have three exams in the next two weeks. So it's, it's busy. It's, it's busy. Yeah. Fall break's coming up. Uh, we've we've, we've seen weeks. this for four years now. Like, it's mm-hmm. going to get a little hectic right now. But other than that, class has been good for the most part. Um, not riding off into the sunset quite as much as I'd like to my senior year, but definitely going to enjoy a nice, relaxing uh, spring semester. I, yes. I, I got my eyes on – not that I'm looking too far down the road and wanting to rush to get there, taking it all in. But for sure, so far, so good. Um, I mean, I really can't think of anything else. Like you said, small groups went well. Uh, first day, uh, a full team practice day, I thought it went well for the most part. It went really quick. It went really, really quick, did, I, I felt. I don't know how it felt for you. did say being in practice that three hours would fly by, and I would have to agree. Three hours would fly by. It was a good first team practice of the year. First scrimmage this weekend. Ooh, yeah, against the Catamounts of Potomac State. Yep, first first scrimmage this weekend. We'll see how that goes. Um, but, yeah, we're starting to get into the the dog days of the fall, Ooh. as they say. That, that is that is the truth. Days are – tell you something interesting, Brady. Last year, Congress said daylight savings isn't going to be a thing anymore. Yes. Remember, so this will be our they, first they, year. This will be our first that. year with it. I'm, I'm interested to see – uh, what that's what what or is that like, going to be like? First first time in what is that going to be like? We've never experienced that before, so it'll be an interesting um interesting for sure. But yeah, everything everything school school related is going going well. I would have to say. Um, anything else you'd like to add? I'm thinking. Oh, uh, had an enlightening conversation with Max Moore today in the bullpen. Doing some lower body mobility, talking about just mafia, talking about mafia. Maybe I know mafia. A few, great game. If, if, you, you don't, if you don't know, learn. It's definitely learn. Talking about adding a few new positions this year. Really. Talked about adding a sniper. Mm-hmm. Talked about adding the Godfather. Talked about adding a kamikaze. Put the seatbelt on for this last one. Talked about adding the rapist, the town rapist. <laughs> wow. Never heard of it. But never. he says they played it like that in his summer league. I've never heard of that. Either, Certainly sounds like it's going to make the game more interesting. Definitely. Definitely. Make, <laughs> I was not expecting that, but that would definitely make it interesting. That's what, four new positions? Yeah. Yeah. Four new positions. So to go along with the medic. Two along with med, maybe cop, two cops. Two cops and, and, and already two, obviously two, two, two mafia. And we're looking, we could be looking at four moth members. The sniper, the godfather, and two moth members. This is going to be some wild games this year if we're able to incorporate um, Hopefully we are able to play those games. Obviously, 
Got to win to be able to play. You do. You do. Um, and that's, gotta gotta win on the road to be able to play that game on the bus ride home. Gotta take two or three, and it starts on Friday. You gotta win the Friday. Gotta win Friday. Gotta win Friday. Yeah. Makes it easier to win the series. Obviously, yep. yeah, not as stressful. Not as stressful. Yep. You know, big 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 season coming up for us. A lot of a lot of uh, interesting opponents that we face. A lot of new faces for the Mountaineers this year. New new conference for us. Um, new conference for all sports here at the Mount. Um, I believe. Soccer is the first team to play. First team to play in the new conference, the, the new, MAC. Yeah. Not the, did they not, win? Not the Mid-Atlantic. I do, I, no, I do not see if they won. I know the men's team is playing pretty well. Yeah, I've been keeping up with the men's team a little bit more uh, than I usually do, but they are, they're off to a hot start. Uh, let, me, let me take a look here. And um, right now... Uh, Mount St. Mary's, they're 500. Women's soccer is five hundred. They're they're one one five. A lot of draws. So five ties. I mean, That's clearly impressive. they're competitive. So they're they only... tied the first MAC. So their first MAC game in Mount St. Mary's history was a draw, two to two over Marist. The Red Foxes, I believe. Yes, um, they're they're back in action um, this Saturday against uh, Iona um, in New Rochelle, New York. Yep. Um, so we'll see how that goes. Before returning home next Wednesday, the twenty eighth against Fairfield. Yep. Uh, should be a good game. Definitely plan on going to that, getting rowdy. Yeah, I, mean, I, haven't, I haven't made it to a women's soccer game yet this year. Yeah, me neither. I definitely, definitely go felt out. like something's been a little just, just something small has been missing from the fall, and I think it's. I believe it's going to. I think it's that's what it is. Game. But yeah, not. I mean, not bad. Certainly, certainly competitive. Certainly playing competitive. Not getting like I said, they're five hundred. They're only lost coming to Towson on the road. They lost two nil. Uh, it's going to happen. But but. They won three nothing against Hampton, so it it I would I think Brady if I'm if I'm calculating this correctly, their goal differential is plus one, <laughs> so certainly a, certainly some, a positive spin to take away from that. New coach, new coach, this new year. coach. Uh, I heard she she played overseas for a little bit. She did. I believe she's coming from Northwestern State. Ooh, all right. I believe could be wrong, um, but I think that's where she's coming from. So obviously she's um, turning the program around. Um, for them, um, men's team they're four and three, so they're 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 off to a good start. Um, yeah. I oh their first first conference play will be at Fairfield um, next week. They don't play till next Wednesday is their next game um, at Fairfield, and then they'll be at Canisius on Saturday, October first. So they have a while till their first MAC game, but they're four and three. Um, last one coming over UMBC. Um, at home, and they just recently lost to Penn, five nothing. So the Quakers, yeah, tough loss um, for them. So those are kind of like the main two fall sports going on here at the Mount. Um, obviously, uh, we we're practicing softball's practicing, um, basketball's about um, almost what? What are we? Two months out from college basketball. Yeah, I think so. About sixty days. September twentieth, yeah. November twentieth. Usually, you're getting those preseason tournaments in right there around Thanksgiving. Yeah. I believe we're, uh, we're we're two months from about college basketball. So court just got redone. Be looking forward to yeah. getting back in that arena. Definitely going to be interesting this year to see see if they've improved as a team. Um, I know, I know, women's coach Antoine White. Women's team will be and he's he's faces. really excited. And I know Dan Anquist really excited to get to get yeah. back on the hardwood and. Uh, 
and get after it. A lot of new faces for both teams this year. A lot of a lot of lost players. Um, a lot of a lot of big 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 time players. From both oh, yeah. teams leaving. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, interesting to see what those two coaches can can change. Absolutely. Um, Brady, can you think of anything else? I got nothing. You got nothing. I got nothing. Let's enjoy this. Uh, let's enjoy these chocolate milks here. Finish them off, and uh, just just enjoy a nice, relaxing evening. Getting ready to go into Wednesday Hump Day. Happy Hump Day to everybody Happy out there that observe. If that's everything, Brady, I think we're good. I think we're good. Take us home.